Hot. Okay. Hot, hot, okay. It, I it. I am living my life. How are you doing on this fine Sunday morning? I'm doing pretty good. I had a nice manifesting in the bath morning. Then I went and helped give my grandma a bath. Found out. Um, I hope my grandma. Nobody show my grandma this, but um, she has my boobs. I got my boobs from my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> she took her sweatshirt off. I was like, oh my God, I've seen them before. Wow, wow, wow. On myself, you That's know? That's so crazy. It's crazy because I have very uneven boobs. I talk about it in my stand-up. And so like to yes. see it on another person, yeah. it's like, oh, that's how I got it like i got it from my grandma that is like um well i I don't know how you felt about it but like it's comforting to see your body in somebody else i feel like um like like i always look for when like people like when celebrities are on tv or something that they have stretch marks in the same place as i do and usually they are hidden but every once in a while you'll catch a peek of like an uh like an armpit stretch mark or like a uh, like a love handle stretch mark or up the thighs which is mm-hmm. a huge 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 stretch mark area for me I, I love to see yeah for me it's like I love to see a thigh stretch mark a tummy stretch mark and just like I just like to see like unretouched bodies yeah it's like yeah. It, it's more of that please it's very it's comforting it makes you feel less alone when you see like especially like a celebrity like like with like the same like body not issues but like just traits you know because oh. it's to call a stretch mark an issue is kind of <laughs> I, I'm, yeah just like the same body when it, it makes me even think of like i know one of the things that made me so excited was like when rihanna had the like all different body typed models for fenty yeah yeah like yeah. that was so fucking cool to see and that wasn't even like celebrities it's just like oh we're gonna put like models that all look yeah you know even because the thing is like yeah like plus size models whatever like they're they're gorgeous beautiful people but it's like they usually plus size models that they put in it's like they put like the zero x size like they never show you like Mm -hmm. anything different and for lingerie i feel like they especially like only show people with like flat bellies and like maybe they retouch it but it's still like no i want to see yeah somebody that looks like me yeah well and that maddie wiener has that great joke about that Mm. maddie wiener who who she's like she's like i want to see people who are poor fat on the tv like (laughs) like, yeah (laughs) and it's true it's it's like it's like a very specific type of big and also like you know um i it was nice seeing like like a, a bigger guy in, in one of her underwear campaigns too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is it is just nice to see it's people nice of different body yeah. types. You know, different types of hot people. Well yeah, it's like we like we all want to see our like we want to see ourselves in in the stuff that we're consuming, especially yeah. like in a in a context of like, oh, they're hot and sexy. Like if yeah, they're hot yeah. and sexy, I'm hot and sexy. And it's like, yes, you are hot and sexy. It's just like, yeah, more people need to be showing. Well, it's like it's types. like a thing though of like like a lot of times, I I'm I'm trying to picture myself. I'll I'll be walking down the street and I'll be like listening to my music and I'll be in the moment and it's like you're you're imagining yourself in a movie or yeah, I, yeah. I imagine I, myself yeah. in a movie or in like some kind of performance a lot. I think more than the typical person because I'm 
particularly performative. Some would I, say some of the business some have would accused, say some, some of and the when biz. I say the biz, honey, I mean <laughs> I, um, but uh, I feel like um, I feel like. When you imagine yourself like walking down a runway or like parting the seas of the hall, it's like nice to like be able to pull from an image that isn't like a skinny white girl or like, you know what I mean? Or, you know, it's like it, 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 it helps you feel, you know, there's something you can hold on to a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I mean. You, you're telling me about the walking out. Cause I can't tell you how many times I'll be like pushing the stroller when I'm nannying and I have like Ash Nico or like Megan the Stallion in my mm-hmm. ears and the baby's asleep. So I'm like, I can mouth the word. Like I can do, I can just do the full performance. Totally, totally. And people driving past, like I will see people literally rubberneck to be like, this crazy woman because I'm like I would never trip about and I understand if you're listening at home you can't see the the dancing I just did but yeah I will like let go of the stroller for a second to hit the move and then grab the sometimes I, I get embarrassed about like dancing and or singing in public which I, I do often um but then I I'm like I'm like I actually kind of don't give a fuck because because I mean, it's like it's like I'm a good dancer. I'm a, a good, good singer. singer. Why people, would you care? Even if I was bad, people like to see people in public singing or or acting so or or perform. <laughs> people love to see somebody walking down the street just dance. Like you know when you see somebody mm-hmm. in the car next to you and they're like jamming out to a song. Like that's a beautiful thing. Oh, that's the thing about dancing is like everyone's embarrassed to go dancing or like sing or like do stuff in front of people. But it's like. It's really just about expressing joy. You know what I mean? Well, and it's like, and we've talked about this topic, I think a couple other times in this podcast, but like anybody who would look at somebody genuinely expressing joy and be like, ew. Yeah. That's a, that's their projection. That's yeah, their that's up. That's fucking problem. Yeah. And yeah. Well, like what, like what, like somebody who is that negative and bitter a bitch like why would you or me or anybody who's as fabulous as us care about impressing those people yeah, like yeah. nothing we do is ever going to please them so may as well just let them be bitter and like ew because it's like yeah you're saying ew because you're not comfortable enough with yourself to publicly sing and dance that's why i, I you know what though i i like do i will say this um i think that some people it, it isn't like it isn't i don't think it's like What's hard for me is I feel like I can differentiate between like when I'm annoyed by something or uncomfortable with something Mm -hmm. versus like actually mad at it. Because sometimes when people are like get like they're like they're like this is too much. I'm like, but why are you mad at it? Like what 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 is what how is it harming your life? Like you might be uncomfortable with it. It might be annoying to you. But like maybe you should think about what it's doing to you and like what what you're putting your energy into. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's that's when I say like oh like they're not secure enough it's like yeah I don't necessarily think it's like like I'm saying they need to start singing and dancing publicly like we do it's more just no, like yeah why are I'm you saying. mad oh that you is, think that they that should that is what I'm saying get I mean, some buy a pair of tap shoes bitch yeah I, 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 get on the bar <laughs> dance on the bar in the tap shoes honey pull out a split uh <laughs> <laughs> no I I don't care I I know that everybody doesn't enjoy that or, or doesn't like that but I I I just I'm let me do it. <laughs> well, that's why I'm, I, so like, I have to ask you then, like on the, kind of on this topic, hypothetical situation, you're at the bar. doesn't matter. Like we don't need to consider like what level of intoxicated you are. I'm saying like maybe in this situation you're stone cold sober or you've only had like one or two drinks. Okay. This, Bartender isn't, says, this, this is magical realism at best. Magical <laughs> realism. But you're at the bar. You're like not, you know, like has nothing to do yeah, with being yeah, yeah. effed up. Bartender says Beckett. 
please get on the bar and dance. Like you can get on the bar and dance on the bar. You're dancing on the bar, right? Yeah, I would. I yeah, would. Yeah, I absolutely. Well, well you know what though? Maybe it does depend on the environment. Okay, that's fair. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like here here's the here's the moment I'm for sure dancing on the bar. It's it's um it's like mostly like women in in the place yeah. um like maybe like and be queer but like um, i would be more then i I'd probably still dance at the bar at a gay club no i know i would but and i i'd probably do it at like a very heavy dive bar as well like very yes. mass but it would be it would my consideration of it would be different each time do you know what i mean of like yeah, how like much what I have dance to consider moves you're gonna do yeah, what yeah. dance moves i'm gonna do like like, how am I going to go about this? Am I going to yes. be making eye contact with people, etc.? Also, how 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 much is it going to take to convince me maybe in the moment? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, does the bartender actually want me to dance on this bar? Or, you know, or is he willing to work for it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, well, because basically um, what had happened this weekend is while I was in Columbus, we were at a bar that mm -hmm. was, um, it was like a country and live music bar. Uh -huh. And I said, will you, will you please play a Megan Thee Stallion song? And they were like, no, we will not. And I said, please. And they said, no, we will not. And I said, I will get on the bar and dance if you play me a Megan Thee Stallion song. Yeah. And they said, okay, bet. So then I got on the bar. And, but it's like, it was the kind of thing where it was like, I thought about, I had a lot of people like reply to my story and be like, oh my gosh, you're so crazy. It's like, I don't think it's that crazy. Like it was just fun to do. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I think and that that's one of those things that's like been given a connotation of like crazy. crazy. Like, she's dancing on the bar. Just uh, just because it's become like a cultural symbol of like, like dancing on the bar, like coyote ugly, like, you know, like crazy. Yeah, woman. yeah, 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 yeah. Very that. But I don't know that it actually is that crazy. I guess the I, only thing is, there is that elevated. risk of falling. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, I did have I did have one second where my foot kind of went to the oh, ground. I was like, ooh, yeah. but then I just went back a bit. And then I just, I feel like dancing on the bar, though, like you can't get, you can't be doing as much movement as you would on the floor. You just got to do a little like step, touch, step, because it's like you'll, you will yeah, fall off yeah. the bar. I've been, but. I've considered strongly and just because, here's the thing, I've considered strongly trying to strip or go-go dance. I just would because love that I you. would, I, I would like to try it because I love dancing. I loved it. And I also, you know, I don't know. It, it's just an interesting, it's something I'd like to experience. When I think that, I think that you, like, you would bring such a fun energy to it. And like, yeah, you, you are an amazing dancer. And, but the thing is like, like being an amazing dancer doesn't matter if you don't have like the personality and the judge and the facial expressions to back that's it up, so which you absolutely have. Well, that's, I think what makes me an amazing dancer. Cause I mean, I mean, part of it is like the moves, but yeah. that, but a lot of it is the selling it. You're giving face. Is yeah. the selling it. And yeah. that's what people don't understand is you don't have to be like, you don't have to have any rhythm whatsoever. If you're fucking selling it, people love that. I'm like, I, and honestly, like I am a, I am a strong mover at best. Like mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. always in show choir, um, being taught like the more basic choreo, but they would put me in the second and the first row because my facial expressions were so good. Bada bing. Bada and that's bing. it. Like I, nobody, like nobody really is care. Like, I mean, yeah, it's awesome if you can hit the moves, but it's like, it's more like, can you sell it? It's more completely, that. completely. Well, and that's like something, and maybe we've talked about this on the podcast before to, as well, but like, that's something that I feel like so many standups miss because I, yeah. I feel like, I feel like there's an idea that like performance, Forming your jokes and stand up is like 
cheap or something because it's like it's like they should be able they should stand out on their own they, they should, should they should the be like on the page they should like and i'm like i'm like that's not what this is though because th if that was what this was then people would be reading these jokes do you know what yeah. i mean when it's like listening also, to a recording of it and also like i totally agree with you as well as would add the would add to that i would i would agree with you and expound on expound expand upon i don't know if that's the right word Mm -hmm. I'm a bimbo. I um, would say that like, I think that the most entertaining stand up to watch is when it feels like the person with the mic is like telling their close friends a wild story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so it's like, when you're telling your friends a story, like you love your friends and you're excited about the yeah, story. Yeah. So if I, if I don't see that excitement for yeah. what you're about to, then what like, and I get that there is like there is a style of stand up that's deadpan, but yeah, it can't and I all like be deadpan. That. I, I, and I like deadpan, mm -hmm. and I like I like I mean I think that you know when your your stage persona should be like what's true to you and what's your art you. and what's yeah. what works for you personally. So it's like mm -hmm. I love like watching like a deadpan like stage performer if they're like if but that, but they're, they're also selling it a lot oh, of the time yeah. it's like it's not it's they're they're doing a different way like i'm like screaming the jokes and doing like a kick and like but like a, a stand-up comedian who's like truly who's deadpan. a deadpan like they're also selling it but they're just doing a different do you know what i'm saying yeah i even feel like it's like like when i think of like deadpan stand-ups that i really love it's like that you you almost can feel like the wink or yeah, the smirk yeah. before they deliver the thing. Yeah. Like they're, they're like letting you in on their joke. Yeah. It's just like, I'd say I would even compare it to like acting for theater versus acting for film. Yeah. Like dead, like dead pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like acting for film. It's yeah. just, everything is less exaggerated, but you're still performing. It's still, it's still performance yeah. art. It's still performing. And it's like, yeah. Like if you, I feel like it's like, if you don't have the stage presence, that the audience feels comfortable like that you can take a hold of this that's a that's just a huge part of this it's important yeah. you have to make the audience feel comfortable like hey i'm gonna command this whole group of us and mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna take us on this journey mm -hmm. and i have the confidence and the ability to do that and it's yeah. like it can be big and loud or it can be like it could be small, small and contained yeah yeah it could be it could be so many different things and that's what i love about stand-up too is it's such a broad art form and i you know i i I, I don't seek to limit it more, but I, 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 I like, I like all different types. I like yeah. the people who do the props. I like the people, I like it all. I like it all too. When that's again, I think again, it comes back to our, our general sentiment of like leaning into what makes you, you, I think when you try to be like everybody else and you try to put too many, too many, uh, set rules on a art form. There's no there's no flexibility or room for something new to come into. No, the, no, you're shooting yourself in the foot yeah, creatively. Creatively, and in the, the performance thing you're talking about, I I would just like one other thing I would want to say is I feel like it's like it's less like it's it's more just like about is it's it's a level of authenticity. Like mm -hmm. if you're just yeah. if you're yeah. just reading the words or if the way you're delivering it is if it's it's you're not having ownership of those thoughts. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like you're just you're just saying stuff like blah 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 blah. It's like how can you take ownership of your words? How can you make them your own? I think yeah. that there's many different ways to do that, but it must be done for it to be engaging. Completely, completely. I have a question for you. Sure. Who? What is your proudest Instagram follow? And it doesn't have to be uh, uh, like, uh, um, like a famous person. It definitely can be, but like 
But also it's like, I feel like some people have like a proud Instagram follow. It's like somebody who they think is really hot or who likes that or somebody that they think is really cool. Yes. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm, just got like mm-hmm. a huge Instagram follow recently. Did I show you this? You did. You, you showed me, I, you, you messaged me and I was so excited for you. I, I literally flipped out. I would flip out too. So, okay. I like, obviously when you, when you get to do a show with a really awesome person and you meet in the green room and they like you and they follow you back and yeah, you follow them, yeah. it feels good. So it's like, I, I did the Chrissy Chapeka show and did Chrissy you get? followed me. Oh, because I did it. I did it in January and then I'm going to do it again in March. Okay. Okay. So did, did you recommend me for that? I did. Okay. They did contact me and I fucking missed it like till oh, a week no. later. And I'm, I, I love her so much. The Chrissy. Well, I think they're going to make it a regular thing. So hopefully. Okay. Yeah. I really, I was gonna say, if you're really, free, really, 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 really want to do it. And, and I, I love her so much. I think she's so funny. If you're free that night, still just come. Yeah. Still I, just come. Yeah. I probably will. Just come. Cause yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I had a really, really great time last time I did it in January and me and Chrissy like really clicked and connected. And then, yeah, I feel really grateful. They asked me to do this one as well. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I mean, as long as she asked me to do them, I will continue to do them. But I also want to make room for other people. Cause I mean, it, it, again, I, I'm trying to be very careful with my words here, but I was really grateful to be able to, um, put, put them on to some other queer, queer, comedians queer comics. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cause I, th- I think that they, um, they said, Hey, we know about, you know, X, Y, Z. Do you have any people that are queer comics that you wouldn't know about? And you were the first person I said, obviously, cause like, <laughs> I'm, yeah. But then it's like, I said, um, some of the other names that did end up making it onto the bill. And I kind of thought to myself, I'm like, when I saw the poster, I was like, why not Beckett? Like I was kind of mad. I was like, I said, Beck- I, I was like, I literally said Beckett first. I so literally, what? it literally was. I, I, it was in my Instagram requests. And oh, I hate when that happens. It, it, it literally was just like a week later. And I, I, when I saw it, I, I saw it this Thursday and I literally got so mad at myself i was like because i wanted to do that gig so bad and then on friday bianca del rio followed me on instagram which, oh, which so bianca just... del rio so <laughs> for those who don't know she won drag race season six um i was wearing her merch in the stand-up clip that i posted yes. and i so i tagged her because i was wearing her merch mm-hmm. and i got that follow and i was like ah! you're like oh my i God. flipped out so oh so God. much it is it's insane how how like how like the internet can like do that sometimes oh, yeah. and um so I, I i mean i'm more of the that's not my dream place to get discovered by people or like i, I feel Online. i feel less strong on the internet than i do in person i i mean honestly i'm the same way i i do i feel like i keep getting into it with other comedians because they're like you should post your songs you should post your reels and i'm like well i mean my thing is like I have such a strong vision for like if I were to make music videos of each of my songs what it would look like mm-hmm. and I'm like like you know I'm making a music video for Kill All the Men that I'm gonna put out in March Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's like beyond that like my cow's music video I probably won't film that till like May and so yeah when I have those done I'll absolutely release them but it's like for my re- for my reels or my TikTok content, I would rather just like say something dumb into the camera in my car, like I'm going about my day, like almost Completely, like a personality yeah. thing. And yeah. then it's like if people like that, then they come to my show because it's yeah. like that way when they come to the show, they haven't already seen all my stuff. And yeah. I get that, like some people are like, "Well, you gotta let that go because like they'll like it anyway." I'm like, I don't have to do anything. Like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. like you I'm gonna do, do what do I think anything. works for me, you know? Yeah. 
No, I definitely get that. That I and I do agree with that. I I think that um I I think it's hard because I I never I mean, I'm like day to day like living my life a high energy like big personality and people are like you you like have the personality to be like and I'm like I'm like but I don't have like the I never think I'm like oh I gotta post this on TikTok or yeah. Instagram it's like my my and all is I feel like I have to post on them and then I like try to find something to post yeah which I, is uh I think a not the best not the, what I'd say I'd say like for me it's more just like when I have an idea I'll make it and I'll post it so it's like I don't have the consistency that I think I need to have um which is something I would like to start getting better about. But um, I guess, yeah, like for me, it's like, I kind of am in this catch 22 of like, I just, I'm such a perfectionist. I don't want to share anything until I feel like it's ready. That's literally like, so it's my, like one of my feels... biggest problems is like, is, um, you know, it's funny because I have, I have obsessive compulsive disorder and I, uh, you've said and, before, and I, I have, I'm like a perfectionist, but like, my life is such a mess. <laughs> like, and like, I feel like that, that these like ideas that people have of like those traits are, are different mm -hmm. than how they like go about. I, yes. I don't do things unless I feel that I'm going to be really good at them. I'm very similar. And, um, I'm very similar. And what's hard is very rarely so in my life, maybe a handful of times have I started out bad at something and then continued to work at it. And I started out pretty good at most of the things that I've ended mm -hmm, up good at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but I also like my, but like it, as a, like, my thing is like, I'm like, if I can't get this exactly right, then I don't want to do it at all, which is bad. I, I think that that ultimately mm. is a bad, I think it's hindering to art. And especially if you need to make a lot of content, mm -hmm. it's very bad. You, you got to move on at some point. Yeah. And yeah. I think, and I think that like part of, part of what has helped me, I guess with my TikTok stuff is I kind of, I treat TikTok like a virtual open mic. So if I have like an idea for like, this could be a bigger thing. Yeah. I'll do like, yeah, I'll just do a quick quip about it. Or like most recently, like I did a, I did like a little song. It was like, you played with me. You did me wrong. Sorry. Now I got to marry your mom. I got to marry your mom. I got to marry. Like I just do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I could make that into a bigger thing. But also people are like, oh, it's so silly. And and then they want to use my audio to like lip sync. So yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of like, that's my angle on it. But yeah. it's like, it also helps. Like it, it helps me because it's like, um, it's making me it's forcing me to try to like, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm doing them every day. I'd say maybe like every other day to every three days, but it's like, I'm, I'm having to make something new every three days. Mm -hmm. And then the people who do choose to follow me, they love like using my sounds. Mm -hmm. Like th mm -hmm. there was like one of my favorite ones. It was like a, a puppets account follows me. And so it was like a puppet lip syncing oh, one of my songs. Yeah. And I was like, I love TikTok. It's so, it's so bizarre and Dude, fun. I like, love puppets. And I love puppets too. Oh, I was such a, I was like, a, I'm, a Muppets oh, I'm. Freak. Oh, do you know how much I love Miss Piggy? Why do I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast? I don't think you've talked. About I this, haven't talked I, about how much I love Miss Piggy. I like right? get emotional about how much I love Miss Piggy. So uh, Miss Piggy first. is is really important. I I I, I had my grandma used to have this book and it was like all of Miss Piggy's like looks. And it was like a photo <sighs> shoot and it was just all the different Miss Piggies. And I remember she played the witch in the Muppets Wizard of Oz and okay. she played like. <laughs> she played all of the witches in the mo so Glinda Wicked Witch of the yeah yeah that. yeah she, I mean she's one of the the seminal actresses of she's this generation she's one of the most versatile yeah and and I, she's she's also a drag queen 
Yes. And she 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 just really she's really funny. Oh, she's she's so really funny. funny and super confident. I, her confidence is something that I've always just wanted to like put into a bottle and like drink and like live. Like I do try to just be Miss Piggy every day. Like I really do like try to embody that yeah. energy. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, Muppet Christmas Carol. That's my favorite one. And like just her, the the scene where she can't tell the difference between the the, the twin like little Miss Piggies. Mm-hmm. It's like Belinda Patina, and she's just like whatever. And also <laughs> when Michael Caine's like at the door. Like trying to say like, oh, I'm going to raise your salary. I'm going to like yeah, make you yeah, like yeah. better. She's like, and I'm about to raise you right off the pavement. Like I just like <laughs> love that energy. Like she's ready to fight for yeah. her man. Like she's ready to fight. No, in the Muppets Wizard of Oz, we're just going to tell Miss Piggy jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Miss Piggy In the Muppets Wizard of Oz, <laughs> the way she ends up melting is she was, somebody was drawing her a bath and she went in to like take the bath and, and she's like, is this tap water? <laughs> <laughs> Because you only oh bathed God. in bottled water. It was so, it I was so stupid. To watch that when I get home. That is so Miss Piggy that she dies because it's tap water. Yeah. Oh, That's I like one her. that I, I like like saw like an article that was like a hundred best Muppet movies and or something, and it was like that was like the dead last Muppet movie. Like that's one of the, I think one of the most hated pieces of Muppet <laughs> fiction, but I it, it's like my favorite because yeah, one I used to be like just addicted to the Wizard of Oz, which is yes, like yes, okay, yes, okay okay we get it you're gay. Uh, <laughs> it's but um, uh, I like was addicted to the Wizard of Oz and um, I wanted to see every different type of interpretation of the wizard of oz so i like i like to look up like there was like this anime wizard of oz like the muppets like the Wiz. like i liked i liked all these retellings and i'm fascinated by that in general like i don't know just kind of like well what's crazy is like i think about this with with comedy too and i I, i'm I'm sorry we're talking so much about comedy and performing uh honey 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 uh (laughs) um like and, and copyright and like that though all those concepts are very new and I, I get why they're important and I get why it's so important because you you don't want in in like when our ideas are monetized and like 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 the sources of our career it's like we have to kind of have some kind of ownership over them yeah, yeah. otherwise you know we can't really make money doing this but at the same yeah. time it's like it's like nobody had ownership of stories or ideas before this really. And they were just like stories and everyone got to play with those things. And, you know, I, I, I do sometimes feel like the way that like stand up is so obsessed with like who came up with this idea and like, I mean, to an, like they're stealing jokes, but there's, you know, and, and, (laughs) but like, I, I, sometimes I'm like, I'm like, are we too caught up on that? Yeah, sometimes it's like, do we like, is like, because there's parallel thoughts a real thing. And also, it's just like, if it's a broad enough topic and you can have different enough point of views, then I think that that should be allowed. My only thing is, like, if somebody line for line says somebody else's joke, I'm like sitting there, like, I know that somebody else says that joke. Have you ever, have you ever had the same joke as another comedian? I don't think I've ever had the same joke as another comedian. I had, I had either like maybe the, I had a comedian accidentally say one of my jokes. Mm. Like, they were like on stage, just like freestyle riffing, and they said, uh, "The Forrest Whitaker, like Forrest Whitaker's eyes looking titties," and got like a big laugh. And as soon as they walked off stage, I think like 
one of the staff at Laugh Factory or like another comic on the show walked up to them and they're like, that's Jamie Shriner's joke. And yeah. I remember like the person who did it immediately messaged me and they're like, I just want you to know, like, I'm so sorry. Like I was just really feeling and I said it and it was so funny and I was like loving it. But then I realized like it probably was just like in my brain because I've heard you say it and I, it just came out I, of my mouth. Totally, and it's like, I, I totally that. believe that. Cause I, oh my I, God, like, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I might have done that to somebody before and not even know. But and it's not intentional. I don't no. think it's intentional. No, I don't. Like, I completely, like, the person I said to them, I was like, hey, it's totally fine. Like, you know, I I appreciate that somebody there recognized that I'd say that and mm-hmm. said something. But, like, I really, like, am not stressed over it because, I mean, yeah. I Also, like, literally that line... I think Ed Towns helped me with that line. Well, I was yeah. like, I was like punching up my jokes and I was like, okay, like what could I compare uneven tits to? And he was like, oh, you got some Forrest Whitaker's eyes tits. And I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> can I use that? Cause it's like, it's yeah. not like, it's not like Ed can tell that joke. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, I, I definitely can put my hands up and say like, I, I wrote the premise, but he helped me with yeah. my biggest punchline of the joke. So. Yeah. Well, you know that, that I have one joke. And at this point, I don't even really consider it mine as much as a street joke, just because yeah. because I I um I've heard several other people make almost the exact same joke, and I don't think any of them stole it from me, and I I don't think I stole it from them either. I think it's just like a joke that's really obvious, yeah. and that is carrot bottom. Uh, I think carrot bottom is yeah. like I well, and there was this uh there was this comedian who did like a whole like one person show where they like they called themselves carrot bottom and they did like prop comedy is like carrot bottom and and um and and then there but then one time i had this comedian who uh does the joke and i i'm just telling the story i i don't i don't i'm Mm -hmm. over this but 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 he came up to me and he he like he did the same joke and he told me he's like he's like you stole that joke from me like you saw me and I'm like, I'm like, no, I, I, I definitely didn't. Here's like, I like had an Instagram compilation of me doing it at different places. Like, and I'm like, I've... and I still use that joke. Cause I kind of, and I, I, I think whoever can use that to me, it feels like a street joke at this point. Cause I it's think just obvious. Who's a redhead like, who's about, yeah, I think that, I think that it's fun. I mean, it's like, it's not part of my distinct material. It's not, it doesn't yeah. say a lot about me really. It's just kind of like a one liner that like helps with transitions. Well, and, yeah. And that's why I don't think it's the end of the, I will say like, the, I just thought of the other, I was like, I think we probably have to do our song soon, but the other joke theft thing that just came to mind that I like really stuck out to me. And it's like, I will put my hands up and say like joking about, small like joking about a small penis is like very obvious Mm -hmm. i can put my hands up and say that is obvious some would even say heck i think that like for me the way that i made it funny is that it was less about the size and more about like the big punchline is the erectile dysfunction and the guy saying like oh this never happens to me that's the big laugh of the Uh song but it's like i was in la i did the song um, on Friday night at this venue, it does really, really well. It's Saturday night. We're in the green room. This girl comes up to me. She's like, oh, your song you did last night. It was so funny. I loved it. Are you going to do that again tonight? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's going up two before me. And I'm sitting in the back watching her. And she does like, she's like, oh, I have this new song. I just wrote it. And I'm looking at her. And, and everyone's looking around. They're like, she never does songs. And she just like wrote a song about a guy having a small penis and randomly did it at the end of her set. Two comics before me. Wow, that's so And then crazy. I went, yeah. And I went up to her. I was like. Hey, so you want to talk about the fact that like you literally told me great job on my song and asked me if I was doing it tonight and then uh-huh. went up and did that when you knew you were up to before me? And she's yeah. just like, oh, I didn't even think about that. So sorry. And I'm like, of course you thought about that. Like it was like some <laughs> weird, like it was yeah. some weird like Regina George mean girls shit. Yeah, yeah. So I like quickly changed my 
set and did like a different song at the end and said but i was so furious because it's like the crowd that was there like my song would have killed and it was just like my song is like is better written and executed than mm -hmm, what she did mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then she made it so that like i couldn't do my thing because then it would just look like i had stolen her idea even yeah. though it's like no like I, and and that's why i think it's like i i think that any headliner should be able to follow anybody i do agree with that but i do think it's like to like go up to me and you know that's what I do and that you know what I mean like no that's that just felt different. very pointedly mean um, yeah and that, uh, I've done I've done this before though I will say where I've done um I wasn't watching the comedians before me and I I and it wasn't like it wasn't like the same joke it was but it was like there was mm -hmm. a band and I <laughs> I was doing this bit at the beginning of my set where I was like trying to make the band like stop and start and stop and start and like and like hit it you know and yeah and, but it turns out somebody had already done a very similar bit in that show but i wasn't paying attention and i was like i was like why isn't this bit killing and it's like well because somebody already thought of that yeah somebody already did that and you're like oh okay cool 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 and it's like and that's why you have to watch the whole, but it's like sometimes you just don't watch the whole show i i try to but it's like sometimes if you come in late you couldn't have known i think it i mean i still would laugh at that a second time i think it's very silly but i um yeah, I, I think it's just, I, I do think it's a thing, like you said, it's like, we can't, like, there's just not enough ideas for, like, everything to be so, so unique. But it's like, that's why you do try to take, like, your point of view on things and make it as unique as possible. My opinion on comedy, a lot of people don't like my comedy. A lot of people love my comedy. So mm -hmm, it's like, mm -hmm. I think it's like, you know, take, take or leave what you think of it. But I think that the reason why I'm able to get away with, like, some of my more general topics is because I make it so specific that it's yeah. like. Well, I, I think yeah. that that's, that's true. I, I think that I have a dis very distinctive voice. And I a agree. Very, you know, and so it's like, I don't feel... Um, God, this has been such like a career heavy. This is, I know. This I feel like it's like, like last a, week we were down in the dumps, and this we week were we're like girl bossing. We're, we're girl bossing a little bit. <laughs> yeah. This is this has been the girl boss podcast a little bit of like of like let's talk about a work or art. I'm back uh, on my meds as of yesterday. Ooh. Oh, oh my my STD tests all came back negative. Yes. Oh, <laughs> we I, love that. I love that. <laughs> I honestly, yeah. I, I and I'm back that. on prep, which I wasn't on prep for a while, which is part of the reason I was so freaked out about yeah, that. Yeah, that was scary. No, that's why I'm, I'm glad um, you're on prep. That's amazing. Be it's on, important, girls. Get on prep. Yeah, get on the prep. I'm not on prep. I'm also just like not on not on dicks right now. I'm or or pussy. I'm just not. I'm just not having any sex with any. I know I like the the dude I cut off texted me last night, and I like had deleted his number from my phone. So when it came through, I was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Oh." I, I, as soon as I read the text, I'm like, I know exactly who this is. And then I just like, I did like the heart react and didn't respond. Okay. So here's the thing is I've been wanting to take a break. I've been taking a break from sex, which is great. We love, um, we love, we love and, but that, what, mine, it's, but. it's easy to take a break from sex, but, but you know, what has been hard. I've been trying to take a break from alcohol as well. And I keep not being able to do it. I, and yeah. it's just, there all the time mm -hmm. and, but, but which mm -hmm. is crazy because if i really ask myself i don't even know if i love drinking that much i don't honestly and that's the yeah. thing is like i'm the same way it's like I, I tell myself like oh yeah let me just i'm gonna take a little break i'm gonna take a break and then i like i sometimes follow through but i usually don't like i mean we had like we had a whole conversation in the car ride home after our after last our, episode our drug about how podcast, yeah. We had a, yeah we had after our drug podcast we had a whole conversation about how like yeah at least like I, I can't speak for you, but for me, it's like, I definitely like I, the, the people pleaser in me comes out when it's like alcohol or drugs are presented. I'm like, Oh, yeah. I gotta like participate. And it's like, no, you don't have to participate. Um, 
Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I definitely, I believe in us. I think if we wanted to be sober, we could, but it's just, it is hard when it's just so readily available. Well, that other thing is I, I did get a call from the, the STD testing place and they, they, and then I, panic because i'm like they they said basically if we're calling you you have it you know what i mean that, which i wish honestly i wish that they didn't lay it out in such certain terms because so they're like you wouldn't have a fucking heart attack yeah because yeah. they're like they're like they're like no news is good news so basically if we're calling you that means you have an sti and you you know um and basically they told me i'm i'm i need to get the vaccine for hep b and and also that um my liver enzymes were elevated which i hadn't even really i'd like I didn't know they could check that. Yeah. From your pee? I think, yeah, 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 from okay. my pee. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Which then makes you be like, shit. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah, and they said, they they, they, were, they were like, they were like, do you, do you drink a lot? I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, pause, you're like, uh, I'm like, uh, She's, he's like he was like did you drink a lot that week and i'm like no not really which is which is bad because yeah, i feel we, like, like if for it means- me it's not a lot but it's like my body's saying no mm-hmm. yeah i mean i would do it with you i feel like also for me like when i have somebody to hold me accountable i just do better at things yeah like if i tell myself like i'm gonna not do this and i'm the only one who is yeah, doing yeah, it, yeah give up immediately yeah the one thing is i do feel like this is and this is this is this is ultimately where we need to keep an eye on this on yeah, this yeah. drinking because I'm like I'm like but this is March and it's St. Patrick's Day <laughs> and that's a cultural <laughs> holiday for you yeah and yeah. that's a cultural holiday where you have to drink for your culture yeah that's interesting because I like I just I think the last time that we were out and about on St. Patrick's Day, like March 2020, I was the bouncer of North Bar that day. And it was like the worst day of my life. And I, ever since then, I'm like, I'm never fucking drinking on St. Patrick's Day again. Because I hated having to serve those people. I will say that I, two of like the funnest days of my life have been St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, that's hard then. But um, I haven't really been able to celebrate the past. That's New Year's Eve for me. New Year's Eve for me, I put on such a pedestal of like partying and craziness. New Year's Eve really goes wrong for me most of the time. But we've talked, we have talked this, damn. Okay, well. I feel like. We gotta um, break break a song. We gotta gotta do a song from, from, from all this career talk. All this career talk. All this Bus- business women. How to succeed in business without, without really, really trying. trying. <laughs> I feel like that's been the energy of this. Like, <sighs> I love that. That's that. That we're both queer, though. I feel like that shows very straight man energy. Typically, how to succeed in business without. Oh really trying. yeah, that 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 was for my senior year. I wanted them to do a show where I could be the star, and that was one of the ones I was considering because I was like, bye. I don't know. There aren't that many like lead male roles in musical theater that I'm dying to do that much. I know. I, the MC in Cabaret. I would love to see you be the MC in Cabaret. I, I want to be the the prostitute woman. I know that that's like a lot of the characters, but you know the one I'm thinking about specifically. The the one who sings "Tomorrow Belongs to Me" at the end, and she's like a baddie in the end. I don't know if I do. I, I forget the name of the character. I've seen the movie. Yeah. I actually haven't seen the stage show, although I have listened to the. But I I didn't I don't know that. But I feel yeah. like they change who sings "Tomorrow Belongs to Me" they a do lot too. The, so yeah, I'm yeah. like I'm like I, I I thought that it was a little kid who sang it. 
Oh, maybe in the movie. I was gonna say, yeah, no. I think. I mean, my my dream role is uh, still. I want to be Queenie in the Wild Party. Oh, so which one, bad. Lippa or Lechuzas? Lippa. Okay, I, Lippa. I was gonna say. <laughs> I want to sing. Maybe I like it this way. So bad. Um, okay. But yeah, we need to sing. We need to sing our song, listeners. Yeah. We'll we'll talk our dream roles. Another soon. another time. Another time. That's my big three. Gaslight, gatekeeping, girl boss. That's my big three. Run this whole city. Gaslight, gatekeeping, girl boss. Oh yeah, gaslight. Don't let them know what they're thinking You gotta trick them into thinking That they are crazier than you When, when you know When you know You're the crazy one crazy But then one. you can't stop there You got to gatekeep everything that you care about Don't let nobody in Be exclusionary Nobody knew Oh, we're exclusionary. And then you will carry the hatred in your heart from tricking and manipulating all the darkness in your soul that's gesticulating. You will use it to be the girl boss that you see <laughs> in the mirror. Who you're wearing a skirt suit. You're wearing your skirt suit. So that you can gaslight. Gatekeeping girl boss ooh, ooh. You gotta gaslight Gatekeeping girl boss This is how you run the entire city You gotta gaslight Gatekeeping girl boss Guess I get keeping girl boss. 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 Gaslight, gatekeeping girl boss. No matter how many friends you lose or people you leave dead and bloody and dying along the way. You will make it. Yes. Results may vary. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that was just in fun. Um, don't do any of those things, yeah, yeah, really. Don't, don't, <laughs> I think obviously we were kidding. everyone you love to <laughs> succeed. Yeah, um, ew. 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 Ew, ew. Well. Well, this has been the big finish. That was a big finish. Uh, honey, thank you to... Uh, Becca and Christine for producing and, and playing for us. And thank you to the Lincoln Lodge for letting us record. You guys have a great week. We love you. Bye. Bye. This is the big finish at Lincoln Lodge. We're about to get it on the show. So come on, everybody, and get the show on the road. Let's get it on the road.